Hey, and welcome back to the Nerdcaster. I'm your resident Nerdcaster, Joe, and this is the final part of our three-part series on our first look at Final Fantasy XV. So, in this uh, third and final part, we go and look at the characters, the overall plot, and give you our final thoughts on the game. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conclusion of our Final Fantasy XV review. So, so we talked about uh, a few of the characters, uh, Sydney or Sydney, whatever you guys want to Cindy. call it. Uh, uh, and what was his name? Prompto? Prompto? Prompto. And, and Noctis. Who, who are the, the, the names of the main four characters and what are their different personality traits? Again, I don't know all their names or, or like I'm, I'm sure one's like the warrior, one's more of a, a mage or something. Uh, I'm, and I'm just asking because like I said, I have not really jumped headfirst in this game yet. Well, you have Ignis, and he's like he's the cook, I guess, of the party. He's actually out of the four so far. He's probably my favorite character. I really, I, um, I don't know why. And again, that may change. It probably will change. And I think the other one's Gladiolus. Is that right, John? Yeah, they call him Gladio for short. Ignis is actually probably the nerdiest. So Otherwise, that explains my favorite. exactly. <laughs> to where I was going with that. Um, but they they do each um, sort of have a different role. I mean, you can you know you can have them work different ways based on what you are equipping them with and everything. So uh, let's take Gladio for example. Um, he's sort of like a tank type figure. Um, he uses a broadsword, um, but you know for his his secondary uh, weapon, so to speak, um, you know. As far as Noctis goes, you can really equip whatever you want as your other weapons, but for the other three characters, you're you're very limited. Um, so in the case of Gladio, um, you know you can use a shield as his secondary, or you can uh, equip magic to uh, to him. And um, as far as uh, Ignis goes, you know he'll have um, daggers as his main weapon, and he can use. Uh, either like a, a javelin type uh, pole arm uh, for his secondary weapon or magic, and um, Prompto um, he'll use uh, guns as his main weapon, so he's sort of like a ranged type uh, character. Um, and his secondary are um, besides magic, he can use. It, ki- it kind of actually reminds me of uh, Edgar from Final Fantasy VI. Um, he can use like bio blaster, uh, this uh, chainsaw type thing, um, auto crossbow as his secondary thing, um, you know, or magic. So you can kind of customize them a little bit, um, but they they really have specific roles. Um, Noct is really the one where you can you know play him however you want, but I think overall it's just a lot of combat. Um, you know, there's not too much in the ways of healing magic or anything that I've seen yet, but, you know, I'm sure that'll come into play at some point, so. So who's your favorite out of the four? It's tough. I'm going to have to say Noct or Gladio, I think, right now, at this point. But I, I like them all. If one of them dies, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doesn't matter who. Well, let's not jinx it. Let's not, you know, what I mean? let's exactly. hold out a little bit of hope. But what do you feel? How do you feel about the bat, the combat system in this game? So, all right. Um, I actually played both Episode Do Sky and um, the Platinum demo of this game. I 
will be honest and say I wasn't a fan of the combat um, in either of the demos. I thought the combat felt um, clunky. Um, you know, it, it was not really coming to me naturally. Like, I, I couldn't really get a good handle on the combat. Um, that was actually my biggest concern with the game was that I wasn't going to like the combat. Whatever they did from the time the demos were released to the actual game, I think the combat is very fluid and smooth. I'm actually really enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun with the combat, like the, the whole warp stripe thing, um, switching weapons, using magic. Um, you know, the magic in this game is all area of effect. So if you throw, you know, a fire spell at a group of enemies, but your team's there, they're probably going to take some damage from it too. Wow. You know, it's it's very, it's got a sort of realistic feel to it. So I think, you know, if you're throwing fireballs, it's going to hurt everybody, not just, you know, the right. enemy that's there and not the people standing there too. So <laughs> yeah, I feel like the battle system, you know, I really, I, I have the same feelings. I, I, you know, I'm finding it a lot of fun. It reminds me a lot of, um, like a combination of, um, you know, Star Ocean 2, Kingdom Hearts, and um, actually with, you know, some of the area effect spells, you know, actually reminds me a lot of, um, you know, playing Dragon Age on, you know, hard or nightmare mode where, yeah, your area of effect spells will hurt your party. Um, so it's, you know, adds another level to think about. Right, That's so- funny. I was actually, I had the same comparison in my head earlier today, actually, that it, I felt like I was playing a Dragon Age game, believe it or not. So now that we, we've met the characters, uh, uh, know the combat system, and the car itself seems like a, its own character in its own right, what what are these four guys going out to do? What is the, the plot? What is the storyline um, on, a, on a high level? I mean, I know you guys haven't gotten um, to the end of the game yet, so there, there could be twists and turns at any point in time. But but so far on a high level, what what are these guys doing? What's the point? What are you working towards? So without going too much into it, and this is going back to my earlier point that people should watch Kingsglaive first, um, I feel like the fact that Kingsglaive coming out first was – there's kind of a point to that because it does make a lot more sense um, of the story in this game. They don't really go into it. Um, but um, the the main thing is that Noct is supposed to be going across the country uh, to uh, to Niflheim um, to wed uh, Luna Freya, um, I guess who he's been um, destined to wed, you know, since since they've been children. Like and arranged this, marriage. Yeah, and this <laughs> wedding is supposed to be a pact between. The two, the two um, nations, Niflheim and I guess uh, Insomnia. I'm not sure if that's the name of the actual country itself or if that's the main city. Um, but it's it's supposed to be a pact and a truce to end the war between these uh, two conflicting nations. Um, and while he's on his way en route to meet Luna Freya, um, Niflheim ends up betraying that pact and um, slaying Nock's father, uh, King Regis. Now, I know that sounds like a spoiler, but this is all things that happen in Kingsglaive. Um, depending on how much you look into 
the premise of the game. It's hinted at very greatly um, before you start the game. Um, and it happens almost immediately as you begin the game um, to kind of set the wheels in motion. Anything after that, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of crazy things, but that's that's the point of the whole game. And that is actually what the journey is, is that not only is not, you know, trying to find his love, Luna Freya, but he now needs to reclaim the throne, which is rightfully his. Um, and Kingsglaive really kind of goes into all that. Um, actually, one of the very first cutscenes in the game looks like it's footage right out of the Kingsglaive movie. Um, and the way that the cutscenes are incorporated into the game, they don't really make that much sense. It's almost like telling you if you had watched the movie, you would know what this is. We're not going into it. And I feel like they could have, you know, went into it a little bit more because um, it didn't really make too much sense the way they portrayed it in the game. Um, I mean, they could have honestly probably took parts of the Kingsglaive movie and added more of that into 15. But So you have the, the PS4 Pro and you had the PS4, correct? That's right. And now I know the loading time on the PS4, the, the one we have here, is, is ridiculously long. Are you having trouble with the loading times on the PS4 Pro? Uh, is it ridiculously long or is it faster than the PS4? Um, and, I mean, you use both. I'm pretty sure you haven't loaded 15 on the PS4 regular since you have the Pro. So it's, it's more of a question of how, how good is the loading time on, on that for this game. Well, you're right. I haven't I haven't installed it on the uh, regular PS4. Um, I would say the initial loading, um, you know, as you're loading a save file, let's say, takes a decent amount of time. But as far as you know, going to like fast traveling to another outpost or something along those lines, I mean, it seems to go pretty quick. I mean, it's not long enough where. It's bothering me, but that first loading time, um, it, it does seem to take a while. Um, you know, even on the PlayStation Pro, um, I, I have noticed that. So I don't think, you know, I, I'm not really too sure a way around that, unfortunately. But um, I, I did notice that myself. So moving moving past that and into, I don't know how much a, a DLC. Um, you have, I think, with the ultimate collection, you got you got all of it, cor- correct? Um, I think I got most of the DLC that's out to start, um, mm-hmm. except for certain pre-order, certain pre-order bonuses. Um, so you know mm-hmm. that whole pre-order thing, none of that is really there. Um, but as far as what came with the uh, collector's edition, you got the. Uh, I, I don't. I'm probably going to butcher this, and that's terrible as a Final Fantasy fan to butcher this word. But the uh, Massa Moon, Massa Mune, Lori, what is um, it? You can edit that. <laughs> I want to say it's Massa Moon. That's how I always called it. But I think it's, I think it's officially Massa Mune. Okay, so it comes with the Massa Mune. Uh, you know, um, great katana like Sephiroth uses and. You can find in other Final Fantasy games um, as a as a starting weapon. Uh, it comes with a custom skin for the regalia, and then 
I'm not really too sure what these other things are, but it comes with a travel pack, a camera kit, an angler set, and a, a gourmand set. You know, going to like the separate skills, as they're called, like the fishing and um, cooking, um, I believe that there's uh, specific, um, you know, fishing tools that Noct can use that are part of that. And then I think one of the obvious for the gourmand set is this uh, like regalia pizza type thing that um, Ignis can make and it doesn't cost any ingredients to make and it has pretty decent um, perks to it. So um, I I feel like that's part of that too, but uh, I'm not too sure what the others uh, really entail. Do you also get the season pass with with the Ultimate Collector's Edition or or no? No, but as far as I know, I don't know that they actually announced an official season pass. Um, I know they're talking about DLC, and uh, one of the DLC is supposed to allow um, friends to play online as the other characters. Um, I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if that's like the entire game or just you know certain missions or certain things. But I mean, I still think overall that's pretty cool. So, so. Um, so final thoughts on, on, on the game so far, uh, how do you like it? What are, what are your favorite things about it? Um, who, well, you, you guys said your favorite characters, uh, uh, what are some of the little details? Cause uh, I know Square Enix when it comes to design and, and, uh, character design and, and, and the art just in the game is totally, uh, blow, blows anything out of the water, uh, so, so just just curious on what your your final thoughts are before we um, start wrapping up. I'll go first. One of the things, um, again, just when I picked up the game, it was one of the things I really liked about it was that you know you can immediately kind of just dive in and play the game, um, and it just already had a really really fun feeling to it. Um, I immediately found all four characters um, that you start out with. I found them extremely likable, really you know relatable. Um, you almost, you, you know, you almost start to develop like kind of attachment to them immediately, which I think is, you know, really helpful. Um, something I feel like I didn't have in 13. I, I feel like, um, I didn't really like the characters in 13 as much as I like the characters in 15. Um, as far as some small little details, um, the way that they run is like, it's natural. It's not like, you know, like, you know, um, Titus's like, you know, large hulking strides when he's running, across you know <laughs> it's just oh a much God. more natural stride and you know that's something i notice um as just being funny and then um my fate one of my favorite aspects of again of the game so far you know would be would would be the aspect of of making camp like right now like you know outside of you know outside of really obvious things like the character development and you know the, the combat system i really like the ascension um um you know the grid that they have going um, for, you know, leveling up, you know, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, I really like that system. Hated the, I hated the Crystarium system in 13. Did not like it at all. Um, so, you know, those are probably my initial thoughts. You know, I can't comment too much on the story just because I haven't gone through it as much, um, as I'd like to before I can really comment on it. But those are really my first impressions of the game. And what about yours, John? Um, I mean, honestly, right now I'm about 17 hours in and I have to say that I am really loving this game. Um, I think I'm enjoying it more than, um, I was anticipating, which is a good thing. 
Um, maybe part of that was bringing the hype down. Um, you know, right, right now, everyone, at least, you know, that here and, you know, other friends um, were in what they kind of call that honeymoon phase. So, you know, right now we're really loving the best parts of the game, but we're not really maybe noticing, you know, the things that aren't so good, whether there are any, you know, that it's a tough call. That's something that, you know, we might find um, as we get further and further in, into the game and finding different things, um, you know. But um, initially, I would say, um, you know, I, I do love the combat. I think it's a fresh take on the combat. It's a lot of fun, um, very addicting. Um, you know, as you keep playing, you just keep getting more comfortable with the combat. And, you know, another thing, too, is just discovering new things because they don't really tell you all too much on how to do certain things, um, you know, so without saying too much, I would say play around with the, uh, the elementy screen with the magic and you can kind of find out some really cool things, which I just learned, uh, a few hours ago and I was completely blown away by, um, you know, so there are a lot of cool, neat things like that, that they're not just telling you right off the bat. I think the fact that you're put into the open world right off, you know, off the bat is really cool. Um, you kind of have this this role to explore, and you don't have to do story right away. You can do side quests, you know, go explore. Like almost like an MMO, there's even you know really high level things that appear, um, you know, right right as you're starting the game. So it kind of makes you excited to even go back to those areas later on to you know to fight these monsters and uh you know there's just there's there's a lot to it the ascension system um so far you know i'm liking it i think it's overall one one thing i can say i don't find this game to be very difficult yet i haven't really found like a real challenge i mean you know if you're going against a really high level enemy you're probably going to get your ass kicked. Um, that's, you know, that's obvious, but, um, there, there's not like a real challenging aspect to it. Um, you know, to me yet. And that could just be to me, um, you know, having played, um, through the entire series and everything. But, um, I, I mean the, you know, they even added, uh, a weight mode to this game. So it can, I guess, play like, you know, an older, older style Final Fantasy rather than this whole active time battle thing. Um, I haven't really played too much on that, but I feel like it might even make things a little bit easier. So, you know, the other thing I would say, there's, there's, there hasn't really been too many boss fights or anything like that yet. Um, a lot of it's just been running around, fighting things, you know, fighting some big things. There are some really cool battles, but nothing has felt like a true boss fight yet. So I'm really you know, waiting to get to that point. But I'm sure, you know, when it does come, it's going to be awesome. So um, I think there's a lot to look forward to with this game. And, you know, I would definitely rank it um, higher on the scale, you know, from just my first impressions alone than, you know, some of the other games in the series. You know, I, I am enjoying it more than I have some of the older games. So, and by that, I mean 13, which isn't that <laughs> old, but a lot a big improvement to 13 so well that'll do it for our uh 
initial Final Fantasy 15 talks, I mean, we, we might bring this topic back up uh, later on when we get further into the game. But anybody out there who hasn't played, uh, I'm liking the little bit I saw. I, I recommend picking it up. What do you guys think? Absolutely. No, definitely. Even if you're new to the series, I think it's a game that anyone could really enjoy. Um, definitely worth checking out. Especially since, like you said, the, the you haven't really found a, a, a real boss battle yet. It, I think it definitely, um, from just that, beginners can definitely jump in and, and learn to play this JRPG style of type of game. Oh, I totally forgot to bring this up. So the hunts in this game resemble Final Fantasy XII. And I only, only bring this up because of, we just talked about difficulty. So I'm really, really hoping. Because I actually found, I had the same issue with Final Fantasy XII. I never had... Um, a boss fight in 12 and that's probably because I ridiculously overleveled myself before, you know, um hitting these boss battles. They just never felt really difficult until I got to a certain, you know, a number of hunts on the hunt board in 12 and I'm kind of hoping that I see that in 15 as well. Um, you know, to see increased difficulty and just, you know, to have these really really challenging um, you know, hunts available. So I'm I'm looking really really forward to that. I agree with that too. Yeezamat 2.0. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I still think, I still, in my record in 12, I still have, like, he still has, like, a quarter bar left. Yeah. <laughs> on the last one, on though. On the last one. Oh, my God. So, um, again, you can you can find me at joe at nerdcaster.com and on Twitter as LordQX4. Um, John, is there anything you want to promote? Um, you can find me on Twitter, uh, H4DJ underscore John, uh, J-O-N. And uh, my Instagram handle's the same. And uh, if you want to play anything on uh, PlayStation, it's Robot Rock 287. All right, Lori? Um, my gamer tag for um, PlayStation Network is London Riley, L O N D O N R E I L L Y. And you can find me on Twitter at London Riley, spelled exactly the same way. And uh, you can email the show at hello at nerdcaster.com. Uh, like us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash nerdcaster, uh, on Twitter, nerd underscore caster. Um, and what's the Instagram? I believe it's nerdcaster as well. Yeah, just the way it is. Yeah. And uh, check out the website, www.nerdcaster.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Leave a good review. Uh, and if you don't like it, we don't want to hear from you anyway. Well, we do, but just don't make it public, please. <laughs> And uh, thank, thank you guys, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>